we are starting off the working week on the muster, catching up with Jamie King out of Lake Hiroko in the Sergeant Dan Farmer Roundup. Thanks to Sergeant Dan Stock Feeds right here in G-Town. Uh, Jamie, good afternoon. How's things? Yeah, good day, Andy. Good, mate. Good, good. Um, how's everything looking over your way? Uh, we've gone to go quite dry, Andy, too. Very wet, quite quickly, in the space of about three days, to be fair. So, uh, But, yeah, it's still surprising how dry it is right down deep underneath, if I'm honest. Um, but, yeah, she's getting a bit sloppy on top now. But, well, I mean, we're, what are we, middle of July, nearly end of July, aren't yeah. we? So, still charging pretty well, to be fair. Uh, how much rain you reckon you've had? Oh, look, Andy, I've got four delightful kids that love ending my rain gauge out before <laughs> I get to it, so I couldn't even tell you. Oh, look, they'd be well in excess of probably 25 to 30 mil anyway. That's what happened when I first moved to Gore. I brought the rain gauge. I just had a plastic stick in the ground job, but I was the same. I had two boys with Tonka trucks, and it didn't stand a chance. So um, I've actually got the lawn is, is not level, and so basically now I just tell if it's wet by if um, there's a wee hollow. If there's water in the hollow, it's wet. If there's no water, it's reasonably dry. Yeah, no, you're bang on. I've got that 25 mil puddle too, and if it's full, it's normally we've had over an inch. So that's what I gauge it off as well nowadays. Yeah, um, no, it's uh, yeah, it's just one of those things. You go to town, and you're always asking about the rain, and actually realising how much there is. But nonetheless, um, how's everything looking on the ranch anyway? Uh, yeah, going pretty good. Scotty just finished scanning ewes, and they were back a little bit, about eight percent. I just had a look there this morning overall, um, which I think so. There's a few. You guys in the same boat as us, just that dry, just hung on a bit late. Um, but yeah, oh, it is what it is. Andy would just uh, look after what we've got and going forward. Um, I suppose the, the red meat and the protein sector is looking pretty promising, hopefully. Dare I say, it, I don't want to jinx it. So, And it, it'll need to be if we're going to keep ticking along the way we're going. So, mm. um, Just, you're putting it down to the dry autumn? Yeah, it just hung on. Like May was. Terrific, Andy, but that April would sort of need to start bouncing about then, probably just a month late. Yeah. Um, to be fair, so, but yeah, oh, it is what it is. It'll be different again next year, Andy. You know, like I say, I think scanning's like a box of chocolates this year, depending on who you talk to. Um, you can't predict it. How long's a piece of string, more or less, hey? Oh, that's right, Andy. Um, yeah, no, you just make it up as go and make the best out of the, the cards we're being dealt with at the moment in the present environment. So, um, yeah, it'll be just interesting going forward. Ah. So, uh, Cattle and everything going through pretty well? Yep. So I've sort of carried a few through that I normally would have unloaded. Um, just had a bit more crop up my sleeve. And uh, just, oh, to be honestly honest, Andy, we could afford to do it this year, carry a few more through over. Um, and just, yeah, the uncertainty again into next year with uh, costs and things just to have a little bit of a little bit of a uh, card up our sleeves just in case we get caught. I've got some to unload or uh, create a bit more income. Just, yeah, just trying to play the long game a bit. Um, like, you know, this well, fuel, fertiliser, chemical, it's everyone, dare I say, it, will be crunching a few numbers just um, and very nervous about how we're looking. And that's a really valid point as well. Like, farm gate inflation, uh, you know, there was a thing about a few weeks ago, they were claiming it was about 12 or 10.9% or whatever, but depending on who you speak to, it's closer to 13 or 14%. Yeah, well, no, a few guys lifted budgets about 10% and what have you, but, I mean, look at diesel, it's gone up, you know, on farm price, nearly 200%, 250%. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's sort of, yeah, but it could change in two weeks, Andy. We just we just don't know. We're just living day by day. 
Ironically, diesel's actually, or fuel's actually dropped in Gore five cents, I've noticed, in the last week. It's still ridiculously priced, but don't get me wrong. Um, I mean, we just, geez, what was it? When we had these self-serve stations open up not that long ago, a um, couple of years ago now, gee, what we get down to at one stage? 75 cents a litre. Yeah, it was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, we were right down to paying even less than that on farm. Um, it was it was great and easy, but oh, I suppose at least we can remember those times and uh It'll uh, get a few pencils being sharpened just going forward, that's for sure. And, like, I see a lot of people blaming, uh, you know, our national, gov- our national government enterprise on it all, but some of these things are international, Andy. I mean, I'm not a great fan of Team Red either myself, but, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on around the world that has huge bearing on what us little old New Zealanders get at the end of the day. You feel sorry for the guy who put the harvester in the paddock and there's a bomb in front of him. <laughs> over in the Ukraine, that was that was bonkers. Well, if it was a flat paddock, you wouldn't go to sleep, would you, Andy? You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one way of keeping you on your toes. You snooze, you lose, literally. No, so you're bang on there, mate. So yeah, it's just yeah, I don't know. Just love to have a crystal ball, but we don't have one. So uh, but I suppose to be fair, in the uh, prime industry like we are, especially producing protein and red meat, it's a good place or position to be in. I think going forward, people have still got to eat and. We're talking about huge world global food shortages with particular cereals anyway going forward. Um, well, it's already knocking on the door, isn't it? And the issue with that, I find, though, that uh, it's going to be the third world countries are going to pay the price, Andy. Like, always, no one, no one wins out of it. Um, essentially, all well, the people that should win won't win. Yeah, it's just one of those things we're going to have to take a very close eye on going forward. Um, what else been happening, mate? What's taking your fancy at the moment? Oh, not... Too much, Andy. Just uh, knuckling down. Should be away um, having fun, but like I say, working or currently sitting over at uh, the top of my hacker, just getting a few uh, secondhand cheap posts off a guy because new ones are too expensive for us, us type buggers at Melbourne Station. But uh, so just on tour, but have a look around over here, nice and dry. And these guys looking at a picture over this way, so it was quite nice. Um, we thought the frost haven't sort of done too much damage, and I suppose the dairy boys will be starting to carve shortly. So, but no, just just picking around and. Same, same shit, different day, Andy. One thing that's really intriguing, though, is when you go to clearing sales and you're set, they're selling three reels, standards, etc. They go almost, they almost hotter than um, new price. It makes no sense whatsoever. No, I oh, just the lack of homework done by some people. I think they get a bit excited and sucked into them, sucked into it. So it's, uh, it is, yeah, yeah. But oh, but the auctioneers love it, the firms love it. So yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's really, really interesting. But no, it's just yeah. One of those things we just, uh, like I say, just, well, these are second-hand sheet posts and just dot knives and trying to squeeze an extra dollar out wherever we can, still subdividing and still still ticking away. Um, yeah, just trying to be a bit clearer with, uh, with the long game, I suppose. Yeah, and it makes sense as well because if you get the opportunity to pick up, um, you know, whatever you need for your fencing, uh, drainage, whatever, because there was a hell of a shortage on overflow not that long ago as well. Uh, not many to rhyme those words, it just happened that way. Uh, yeah, it was um, a situation where people just couldn't get an overflow. But no. all of a sudden it appeared, It's I think that may have come back online. It's like everything, though, when you're in the rural game, you're having to sit there and actually think, right, I've got to think like six months ahead now, almost nine, 12 months ahead, given the supply chain issues. Yeah, oh, that's dead right, that's dead right. And we're lucky enough, we've, sort of, we've always sort of worked like that, have enough sort of material on hand for a 12 or 18-month period. But if we really do get caught, um, oh, this last couple of years probably been a wee bit different with... Um, a few other underlying circumstances, but try and hold that material on hand. Um, yeah, and then it's just R and M after that. But um, yeah, going going forward, it's quite interesting though. Mm. Uh, when did you start lambing? 
well, I think Scotty's got about 100 to start in about two weeks. So I think there's a bit of a, a bit of a faux pas there somewhere, but uh, oh. we've got some real early ones. Um, and the balance go on about the 20th of August on the Cast Rose Girls, L Girls Terminals. Yeah. And then the, the mixed stage girls on the main line start about the 25th of September, but later on, just so that hits our feed curve a bit nicer then. Hey, Jamie, we'll let you carry on. Thanks for your time in the muster as always, mate. We'll talk again. Hey, spot on. Good on you. Thanks, mate. Jamie King there out of Lake Hiroko. Always good to catch up with him. And the Sergeant Dan Farmer Roundup. Thanks to Sergeant Dan Stock Feeds right here in Gore. Um, up next on the muster, Monday afternoon, Joseph Mooney, MP for Southland. Oh, oh.